Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. Now on RTE Radio 1, Drama on One presents Shirley Temple Killer Queen. Written by Alan McMonagall. Sibling sister assassins for hire Mel and Lou have just turned up at the location of their very last kill. This is Shirley Temple Killer Queen. Listeners are advised that the play contains adult themes and strong language. Finish that newspaper sometime in the near future. I was reading my horoscope. Apparently I'm to be visited by two angels. <laughs> angels? Did you hear that, sister? That's a first. We're no angels. My loss. Can I help you? Can I help you, he says. What do you think, sister? Can he help us? I wonder... So do I, sister. I wonder quite often and at great length. You can start by serving us a pair of cocktails. What would you like? I'll have a Shirley Temple. Mine's a killer queen. A killer queen? I don't think I know that one. Help me out, would you? What's what's in it? Gin. Okay. And? Gin. A second shot of gin. Okay. And? Gin. And another shot of gin. That's a lot of gin. I wouldn't know. I don't keep track. Give it a squirt of tomato juice, too. Right then. One Killer Queen and one Shirley Temple. So, sister, to the one that got away. To the one that got away. What else did the horoscope say? Tell us more about these angels. Well, it's more about me than about the angels. We're all ears. It says, you were able to make peace in professional and personal conflicts with a generous attitude. Help arrives from unexpected quarters when least expected. You are to be blessed with clarity of vision. After much soul-searching, you will finally do the right thing. Lucky number one, colour red. I like the colour red myself. It's bloody. How's your drink? I've tasted worse. Glad to hear that. I've tasted better. I see. Has anybody been in this evening? You two are the first. Are you sure about that? I think I would have remembered. That sounds suspiciously like a smart answer. What do you think, sister? Is he another of these smart ones? Steady, sister. Not many dark on my door these days, that's all I'm saying. To tell you the truth. Now now he wants to confess to us. You two are my first customers this week. Is that a fact? Not a word to anyone now, you hear? I have a reputation to maintain. I'd say you do if the state of this place has anything to do with it. Well, we have good news for you, barkeep. This evening you're going to have not two, but three customers. Really? Mm, That's why we're here. You're meeting someone. That's right. Here. You have a problem with that? Not in theory, no. You hear that, sister? We're dealing with a theory man. Where are the toilets? The toilets. What's with the repetition? You swallow a parrot? No, it's just that... Well, the toilet doesn't... Yes? It doesn't flush. It hasn't been used in a while. (laughs) Since when hasn't it been used? Well... Last time, theory man. Where is it? You better tell her. She has a very volatile bladder. That way. 
Your drinking partner seems very serious. Don't call her that. I hate that expression. Okay, then. Your... Associate. Your associate seems very serious. Ah, that's better. Refill, please. There you go, on the house. Oh, you're too kind. So tell me, who is it you're meeting here? Another woman? Another woman? You must be joking. So it's a man? I don't know about that either. Hmm. Let me get this straight. You're meeting someone here. It's not a woman. It may not be a man. Is this a riddle? Because I am no good at riddles. We're meeting a corpse. A dead man. A dead man? Well, he's going to be that way by the time we get through with them. That's a fact. You okay with that theory, man? Is that a Beretta? I know. Look at here, girls. It is. Where did you get it? Remember that lad we left in the ditches of Athenry? Remember? I wish I could forget. The bear gave it to me after that job. Uh, you never told me. Mind if I take a look? Go right ahead. Oh, that's an M9. Yes, it is. Short recoil. Iron sights. Chrome barrel. Recurved forward base. Yummy! Range of up to 100 metres. Oh, give it to me, baby! 15 round magazine. Detachable? Of course. Oh. And look, there's a reversible release button so you can position it for left-handers. I'm going to eat this gun right now. Give it here. Jesus Christ! Oh, yes! Oh, I want to do that again. Weighs less than a kilo unloaded. Uh. And wait for it. It has a muzzle velocity of 1,250 feet per uh, second. 1,250? Fact. Oh. Best semi-automatic pistol there is. <sighs> you girls certainly like your guns. And meantime, I'm stuck with this unpredictable hunk of rust. I don't believe it. A magnum. I haven't seen one of those since... The Magnum is as good a piece of artillery as you will find. Says she with the sexy Beretta. Recurved barrel indeed. This is our last job, sister. Our final. And that hunk of junk is what I've got to work with. You took out Larry the Fish with that hunk of junk. Along with Philly Droop and Harmless Mark. Is that supposed to make me feel better? Not to mention Scratch Fahey, Crybaby Fagan, Horse Handling, The Hatchet McGrath. Yeah, and I was promised some new artillery after that particular job. The Jinx Brothers groveled when you pointed this at them. Dirty Murta, Mohawk Mike. How come the bear gave you new artillery and not me? And, correct me if I'm mistaken, Herdon McPhilbin. Do you remember him, sis? Could you please just answer my question? I think the bear is a little... concerned. As am I. Concerned? What about? Your technique. What's wrong with my technique? Jesus Christ! There's nothing wrong with my technique! Maybe technique is the wrong word. So what's the right word? Attitude. Don't prod me. Attitude? Yes. Maybe your attitude could do with a little... I said don't prod a me. A little what? Refining. And what the hell is that supposed to mean? Nothing. Forget I mentioned it, okay? Forget, she says. I can't say I care for the tone you're taking. A 
And I said don't front him. Steady on that. So you two, you two are some sort of vigilantes. Guns for her? Oh, check out the big brain on the barkeep. Looks like we're dealing with another bright boy. What do you think, sis? Is he another of these bright boys? I'm getting really tired of these bright boys. Me too, sister. How long, how long have you been at this? Uh, I've long since forgotten. And what about this next target? Next and final target. You'll just have to wait and see. Or not. Mm, Should he not be here by now? Where is he, sis? Don't fret. He'll be here. What makes you so sure? Like I say, not many passing through here these days. Let's just say we have it on good authority our Mark is going to be here. She means our employer. That is to say, the lad who hired us went to the trouble of finding out. A lot of trouble. I see. Years worth of trouble, by all accounts. Usually gets it right too. Our employer always gets it right. Tell me, sis. I forgot to ask. Has he asked for a souvenir on this occasion? It being our final job and all. Yes, he has. Oh, goody. Okay, I love it when he wants a souvenir. Which part? Okay, no, wait, let me guess. An ear? No. He has enough of those, especially after the drinks, brothers. Fact. Um, A few fingers, maybe? Nope. Too straightforward. This time it's something a little more... What's the word? Intricate. Don't tell me he wants another liver. Remember Grace McLaughlin? Those things are really slippery and hard to get hold of. You know what I mean? I do, sis. Which is why this time he wants the... You know what? I'm going to let you stew for a little while longer. Oh, sis, that's not fair. On this job of all jobs. Is it the nose? It better not be. That gaping hole we left Sniff Nolan with gave me the heebie-jeebies for weeks. It's not the nose. But what then? Let's leave it on a need-to-know basis for now, okay? Uh, who's, who's in charge of this idea? Let me guess. The bear. Good guess, what, What's he been saying? Go on, I can handle it. He says, the more about our missions you know, the more problems we tend to have. He said that? Yes. If the bear isn't happy, he should tell me so himself. He no longer wants to be in the same room as you. He said that? Yes. Did he tell you to go ahead and say it to my face? No. Well, then why say it? You asked me to. Stop pointing that at me. Make me. I won't ask you nicely again. I don't care if you ask me nicely again. You come again. Exactly what I want. Please. You still haven't said much about him. Your mark, I mean. Hang on. Where's she off to? Where'd you think? Again. She needs the loo quite a bit, doesn't she? That would be her bladder. Yeah, yeah. Volatile, I know. Problem with that? You're not really sisters, are you? What makes you say that? Well, you don't exactly look alike. So, are you aren't you? Let's just say we go back. She seems very serious. She's been that way ever since the Christmas. Our daddy... Ah, so you are sisters. Do you mind? Please, carry on. We shared the same room when we were little. Used to huddle up under the covers beside each other. Listen to the snow together. Tell stories to each other. 
Well, that's a nice memory to have. Yeah, well, I haven't started yet. Sorry. This particular Christmas, Mother had been up early preparing the dinner. Turkey, ham, veg, some soup, pudding for dessert. Oh, it looked great laid out on the table, ready to be eaten. Only there was no sign of Daddy. Two o'clock, three o'clock, four, and not a whisper of him. Mother was getting impatient. Daughter, go up and see if he's up yet. So she climbed the stairs and went into Daddy's room to see if he was up. He was awake when he called her over to him. And he began to tell her about the little gift he had bought for Mother. The special gift. It was hidden behind the Christmas tree and Mother might not be able to find it. So he asked her to move it so that it would be easier to spot. What is it? What is it? She kept asking. Just go downstairs and come back and let me know when you can find it. And she did what she was told. She ran down and was back to him more excited than ever. I found it! I found it! It's a little box! Good girl. Did you move it to a better spot? Yes, yes, I moved it in front of the tree. What is it? What's inside? It's a gold ring, isn't it? Happy with what he'd heard, Daddy then lay back down in his bed, clasped his hands behind his head. Poison, he said, allowing himself a half-smile. It's a little box of poison. A little box of poison. Well, we took good care of it, her and me, that little box of poison. And when the time was right, we put it to good use. On second thoughts, that's not such a nice memory. Is it a kidney? No. The spleen? No. Uh, A gallstone? The bile duct? Wait, wait, is it a piece of the heart? No, no, and please stop being so completely and utterly ridiculous. Witch! What time is it? Hmm? Oh, it's a little after eight. That was one of the spookiest stories I've ever heard. He's not coming, is he? Hush, will you? I'm thinking. Don't hush me! Girls, no one's been in this evening, like I said. You're here! Well, true, but... But we're here! True, but... But what? Do we not count? Is that what you're trying to say? Do we not qualify? Are we strange to you? Freakish? Are we ghouls? Ah, girls, I was just making conversation. I'm trying to be of some use to you, in fact. I think it might be the spookiest story I've ever heard. What's he talking about? Search me. You better not have been telling him... Just get us another drink, barkeep. That's how you can be of use. And while you're at it, zip that mouth of yours. What? Are you deaf? She said, get us another drink. Hold on, I just have to change a keg. I thought you said business was slack. I did say that. Then why are you changing the kegs? Cleaning glasses, preparing the place as though you're throwing a party. Nothing wrong with being prepared, is there? No. Nothing wrong with having the place look good, is there? No. No, there isn't. Nothing wrong with having an optimistic outlook, is there? That I'm not so convinced about. Personally, I'd rather be a pessimist. Why is that? Lessons the disappointment. Yes. Yes, I see what you mean. Still, 
You have your way, and I have mine. That's what makes us individuals. If this bar doesn't get many visitors, why do you bother showing up every day? It's a fair question. A good question. I suppose you could say I'm waiting for someone myself. As a matter of interest, for how long? Seven years. Seven years? Well, I suppose it's more hoping than waiting. Now, come on. Tell me more about who it is you're here to <laughs> meet. Hang on. Hmm? I have to go to the toilet. No, not you as well. Tell you one thing. She's well able to put away a cocktail. I'll tell her to put it on her CV. What's the story with her, anyway? She's a bit, you know... Lacking? Well, it's not quite the word I would have used, but she's... Not the sharpest knife in the drawer? A few sandwiches short of a picnic. Her river doesn't run all the way to the sea. Is that what you're trying to say? I've never heard a put like that before, but... Been uh... that way ever since she made friends with her very first knife. Afternoon of her 11th birthday, if memory serves. Hmm? Want to hear something about her no one else knows? You mean there's more? Could be. Well, I'm not prying. I didn't say you were. I'm not the fishing kind. I'm inclined to believe you. Just so as we're clear. Do you want to hear or not? Only if you want to tell me. Time is pressing. It is. So what's it to be? She'll be back in a second. Go on, so. She wasn't a big talker when she was little. Which didn't always work out so well for her. Mealtimes in particular were tricksy. She dreaded mealtimes. Daddy would sit there at the top of the table and stare at her silent face. Talk, he would yell at her. Talk, 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 talk! He pounded the table with his fists, kicked the legs of the chair she was sitting on. Talk! And not a peep out of her. Afternoon of her 11th birthday, he started smashing plates, threw his cup, fork and spoon at her. Talk! And all the while, his fists pounding and his voice getting louder and louder. Talk! And the more he yelled, the further inside herself she crept. Then he threw his knife at her, landed in her plate. And for a minute or two, she sat there staring at it. Even opened her mouth as though she was going to scream at him like no one had screamed before. And we sat there and waited for what was going to unfurl out of that long-held open mouth of hers. And nothing. She just sat there, mouth open, Silent as Christmas snow. As if her voice was trapped in some faraway region deep inside her. Lost, even. At some point she picked up the knife. Turned it around in such a way that made the blade glint in the light. Then she looked at Daddy. Smiled at him. And calm as you like, stuck out her tongue and drew the knife across it. Crikey. Indeed. That's a crazy story. 
I think it's one of the strangest... But she did speak again. I mean, she's speaking here now. Of course she speaks. And quite well, too, when she wants to. We helped her. Me and our older... Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Ah, as crazy as that other story. Crazier even. What's that you say? You two make for quite the double act, I'll say that. Damn her! She beats me to it every time. Which one did she give you? The rooftop? The snow? Don't tell me she went for the bridge. No, it involved poison. Poison. Scary stuff. It's hard to believe. You had to be there. I'm glad I wasn't. Damn it, she's good. Is it the hands? Nope. Flip. I like it when it's the hands. Lots of knife work. What time is it now? It's a little further after eight. Flip. Is it the feast? Nope. Flip. What time did you say it was? After eight. Should he not have been here by now? Traffic is my bet, assuming he's on his way, that is. Then again, maybe he's enjoying a meal somewhere. A last meal, if you follow my drift. What's he talking about, sis? What am I talking about? I'm talking about the last meal a condemned man or woman is entitled to. He can die on an empty stomach as far as I'm concerned. Not a good idea. Oh, and why is that? You should offer a condemned man a last meal. It's customary. I'll offer him a magnum sandwich. That do? It's not quite what I had in mind, no. What about a Beretta bap? Bap, bap, bap. Yes, that's very amusing. But you... As appointed executioners should offer the condemned man a last meal. That way, assuming he accepts, you can take it that he forgives you for what you're about to do. I think I like that. I like it a lot. Hey, sis, that's a good one, isn't it? Feed the man and receive absolution. Last meals. Forgiveness. That's the idea, yes. So, that's how you see us, huh? Rustling up some chow for the rat we are going to send into eternity. We could put it on our expense account. Oh, and you think the bear is going to cover a slap-up meal for a lad that's about to have his head blown off? It doesn't have to be a slap-up meal. No one said anything about that. Then why bother? At least make it worth his while putting in the order. I have to say, that is a grand gesture. What would you order, sister? Come again? You know, suppose you had been sentenced to death. What would you request for your last meal? What have I been sentenced to death for? Uh, I don't know. Mass murder? Armed robbery? Forgetting to like your sister's Facebook post? Armed robbery? Not liking a Facebook post? Mass murder it is, then. What? So you're a sick, twisted, evil witch killer sentenced to death for mass murder. And now, at long last, after a minor eternity on death roll... Death row. What? It's death row. It's not death roll. Thanks for that, bright boy. So, after a minor eternity on death row, the hour finally is upon you. Now you are sitting in your prison cell, awaiting the injection or electric chair or gas chamber, or whatever your last moment has in store. In any event... The prison warden has just appeared and rattling the bars of your cell with his stick, he offers you a last meal. So tell me, sister, what will you request? Nothing. I'm not hungry. 
this is your last chance to have someone do something for you. I don't care. Okay, but just so as you know, the clock is ticking here. Come midnight, your history. And Chef wants to be long out of there before things heat up. Will there be protesters? Protesters. At my execution. This is a woman we're talking about. Plus, I might be innocent. Plus, it is wrong Okay, okay, okay. You can have protesters. You can have banners and glow-in-the-night candles and songs of endurance. But just so as we're clear, you're not getting out of this. There will be no stave of execution. Stay of execution. What? It's stay of execution, not stave. Bit of an expert in these matters, aren't we? I is a bright boy, all right. What are you eating? I might have some porridge. Porridge? Chef is gonna love you. What else? Can I not enjoy my porridge without having to think ahead all the time? You better not be like this on your last evening on earth. It's not how I want to remember you. And how would you like me to be? Begging for mercy? Patting everyone on the back, letting them know what a fantastic job they're doing? I know. Maybe I can join in when the singing starts. Well, I don't think there'll be time for any of that. And another thing. I don't want an injection. What do you mean you don't want an injection? You've been sentenced to death. Yeah, and I want a firing squad. If someone wants rid of me, he can load up his rifle and be a man about it. I take your point, sister. And now I'll take a plate of curry chips. Chips? You want chips? Curry chips. With ketchup. So, let me get this straight. Before you die, you want porridge, curry chips... And ketchup. Jesus! I would not like to be the mortician in this case. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, I might skip the other courses and just have ice cream. You know what? Just give me the Beretta. I'm going to execute you myself. Maybe I won't even have anything, actually. Why wouldn't you have anything? Girls, please! There's no need to fall out. Did you hear him, sister? Girls, he called us. He's been doing that a lot. No last meal for him. Apologies. Here, have another drink. It's on the house. Apology accepted. To the one that got away. Indeed. At this rate, we'll be sizzled by the time our mark shows up. Speak for yourself. Did you hear that? Barkeep, go check. Is it him? No. Just an alley cat sniffing for food. Poor thing. Who are you waiting for all this time? Hmm? You said earlier you're waiting for someone too. Who is it? It's hardly worth getting into at this stage. Let me guess. Chercher la femme. Seven years, you said. She must be quite something. She is. At least she was. I see her sometimes, and she walks, drifting almost, all sass and smile, wearing that red and white dress I used to love. She sashays up to the bar, flicking the eyelash my way, and the soft wind ripples across my soul. She never speaks, but sometimes she stays long enough. For me to believe. And that soft wind blows her away again. Take your own advice. Pour yourself a drink. Actually, 
Allow me. God, look at the state of this beer bottle. Best before August 2000. <laughs> you can't even read the year. Get that into you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Cherchez la femme. Cherchez la femme. The one that got away. Is it an eyeball? No, it is not an eyeball. Another kind of ball? No, not another kind of ball. Something in the vicinity of another kind of ball? Man alive, is it ever going to stop? If you must know, it's the tongue. The tongue? That's right, the tongue. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I don't think I would have guessed tongue. That's probably why I told you. And I have to say it, sis, this time the bear has outdone himself. I knew you'd be impressed. Oh, I am. A gold star is going in his accounts book. And I am glad I brought this along. Hey, that'll make some cuts all right. I have to hand it to you, sis. You'll deserve every penny of your bonus. Indeed. Fill him up, barkeep. What has this lad done to earn a death sentence, if I may inquire? He let someone down. He let plenty down. Tell me more. Let's just say he was hired to do a job he was plainly incapable of doing. She means he was the useless driver of the getaway car. Let's just say that the operation had to be aborted on account of certain interested parties receiving prior intelligence of said operation. She means that the guards had been tipped off and so when the gang turned up to rob the bank, the boys in blue were ready and waiting. Let's just say a certain operative was very quick to cooperate with his interrogators. She means when the heist went tits up and the useless getaway driver was nabbed and hauled into the interview room, he was very quick to reveal the whereabouts of the rest of the gang. In other words, he ratted out everybody. Affirmative. She means yes. And let me guess, in exchange for what he had to offer, he was given the immunity and sent off into some impossible to find place. New identity, place to live, job, the whole shebang. Affirmative. She still means yes. Can you please stop corroborating everything I say? Roger that. And let me guess again. A certain party, that would be the lad that hired the two of you, has somehow unearthed the whereabouts of this so-called rat. And now it's payback time. The man catches on fast. Yes, he does. So, barkeep, tell us one thing about her nobody besides you knows. This cherchez la femme of yours. Leave the man. Can't you see he doesn't want to talk about it's her? It's called taking an interest. You got a problem with that? Not in principle, no. And what, dare I ask, is that supposed to mean? It means that what you call taking an interest has a tendency to very quickly veer off piste. Really? Oh, there she goes with her trusty little tongue cutter. Don't you talk to me in the third person. She says a woman possessed. Keep it up. Oh, I'm so scared. Come on then, little sister. About time that knife you seem to adore so much got some use. Don't ever think you're the boss of me. I know I'm not. The devil is. And what's that supposed oh, to mean? Oh, you know, I ladies, am. Ladies, please, saying this to please me. put down the weapons. Hear that? 
We're ladies now. Thought I was hearing things myself. There's one thing you need to get straight, barkeep. We're not ladies. But maybe we ought to try, sis. Hmm? Just this one time? And so, please, milady, forgive my earlier transgression. Kindly exhibit all the interest you wish in this fine gentleman here. Why, thank you, milady. Now then, allow me to inquire in my most obese way as to this... She once told me her entire family had been wiped out in a plane crash. What did you say? Is that for real? Maybe. Then again, maybe not. <laughs> oh, I see what you're at. See what he's at, sis? Trying to give us a taste of our own medicine. Nice try, barkeep. Come on. You hardly thought I'd leave that pair of yarns you spun me. Boxes of poison. Sliced tongues. I'll believe in you if you believe in me. Kind barkeep. Girls, I mean, ladies. <laughs> what the hell can I call you? Ah, let me charge our glasses there. Something from the topmost shelf this time, perhaps? Now you're talking. I'll have a... Hear that? What? I think I hear someone. Quick, sister. I'll go check. Pass me some ammo, would you? Have you not got any of your own? I'm in charge of hardware. You were on bullet duty, remember? No hurry, pass me some ammo. I don't have any for you. What? What do you mean you don't have any for me? It means I've only got enough for myself. As a matter of interest, how much is that? One. False alarm. One what? One bullet. What? You have one bullet. Better make it count. I knew it. And what is that supposed to mean? Wasting all our ammo. Shooting up the place like a trigger-happy gun freak. You need to leave all that childish stuff behind. You really do. <sighs> is it any wonder the bear didn't want you knowing? I do know. That's not what I meant. What's that? One bullet. Jesus. And only one person needs to die. It might be nice to do our final kill with just the one bullet. Something, I don't know, poetic about it. Something pure. You've forgotten something, though. Oh, yes? If there's only one bullet, only one of us gets to pull the trigger. Indeed. Indeed. So, who gets to do it? We'll toss for it. Right. Not now, when the time comes. Right. I wonder why he wants the tongue. I would imagine it's because our mark ratted him out. More of that poetry you're suddenly so keen on. I presume I get to do it. You know. I know, sis. Hey, before or after? Well, I was thinking it might be easier after. Okay. But it might be more fun before. I like your thinking, sis. Let's play it by ear. Or by tongue. <laughs> Barkeep, another round. Do you remember meal times when we were little, sister? We're not having this conversation again. I'd say that's what it's like for those lads on execution night. Sister, please, talk about something else. Yes, indeedy. I never knew there were so many uses for a kitchen knife. <sighs> Excuse me, I have to see a man about it. <clears throat> you know, I'm starting to see the resemblance between you two. 
Everyone says that, eventually. You don't notice it at first, but it's there, in the eyes and around the mouth. Very attractive mouths, if I may say so. No, you may not. Pardon me? You know, we had another sister. She had the best features of the three of us. Oh, yes. She died. I'm sorry to hear that. She was the eldest. We used to refer to her as the lucky one. (laughs) The one that got away. Little did we know. How did she die? Wait, is this going to be another crazy story? Don't, sister. Don't. She drowned. What did I just say? Sorry, sis, I can't help it. How many times do I have to say it? You let your emotions get in the way. I'm sorry, sis. Remember, this is a job. A professional job. We are doing this for the bear, not for ourselves. Got that? Got that. Are you sure? No. I mean, yes. What's this about a bear? You've mentioned him a couple of times. What? Did I mention a bear? I didn't hear anything about a bear. My mistake. When you say it about, we're not doing this for ourselves, what did that mean? What? You know, you said this is a professional job. We're not doing it for ourselves. That sounds like it meant something, something significant. I was wondering what that might be. That's the problem with this world. Too much wondering. There's another part to the story. That's what she means. Can it, sister? No, I want to hear this. If a man is going to die on my watch here tonight, then I think I have the right to know. He makes a compelling argument, sister. Indeed. We had a third sister. So you said. This is not made up. She led a kind of secret life. For example? She was in love with a gangster. Well, a part-time gangster. A lovable rogue, she once said. A face that could plead innocent to murder and get off while still clutching the bleeding knife. She... Our sister. ...pleaded with him to pack it all in. His life of vice, his criminal ways. We can be together, she said, but not like this. One last job... He said... It's what they always say. I already dislike this lad myself. There is one last job and it's going to pay enough to retire. We'll hightail it out of here, you and me, he said. We'll never look back and it'll be just the two of us, he said. Over the hills and far away. A little house. With a flower garden. A place we can call our own. And a lake pool to swim in. Hidden amidst the trees. And no one will ever find us. That's what he said. That's what he promised. Promises, promises. I don't know how he can live with himself. And so, off to work he went, in his car. The getaway car. One last job. One last job that went, how was it you put it, sister? Tits up. The asshole. Was caught. He was hauled in. He spilled the beans. And he was gone, gone, gone. Over the hills and far, far away. Just like he said. And no one will ever find us. Except he forgot something. He left her behind. Not even a backward glance. She was heartbroken. Pined for him day into night. Night into day. Asshole. He deserves what's coming to him. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. I want to do it. She waited until the next moonlit night. And she walked barefoot as far as the rocky lake shore. Coffin Lake, the locals call it. Deeper than the deepest pits of hell. She loaded up her pockets. She walked into the water. You, you mean to say? You mean to say she? she you mean to say she? she I don't, don't say that. <laughs> All she wanted was a simple life. Instead, she sleeps with the fishes, deeper than the deepest pits of hell. I don't believe him. I don't believe him here in this. I don't. I don't. 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 Don't say that, please. I don't believe, believe it. it. This is why he deserves to die. 
Our beautiful sister. Oh, I really don't believe I'm hearing this. This is not made up. This is why he deserves to die. <laughs> Our beautiful sister. Yes. They told me. They told me she could come too. They promised. What's that? What did you say? The detectives, they said Jess could come with me. All I had to do was give them the names. They even gave me the new name she would have. Frida Purvis suggested a new hairstyle, short back and sides, bleached. The kind of things we could do with our new lives, our new life together. Grow vegetables, forest walks, swims in the lake. That's all I wanted. A life with Jess, my Jessie. That's why I did it. That's why I ratted out everyone. I tried to get in touch with her, tell her about the bar, that I'd be here. But they, the, the cops, w were watching me. Keep, keep it up, they told me. Keep it up, and we might do a little contacting ourselves. All this time, not a day goes by, and I don't think about her. Wonder where she is, what she's doing, and no, no, she's at the bottom of a lake, and it's me who put her there. The, 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 the very same as if I'd loaded up our pockets with stones and and pushed her under myself. Every day for seven years, I have stepped in behind the counter of this bar. Every day, waiting, waiting for my Jess. And in all this time, until today, this day, not, not one person has come through my door. Today, after much soul-searching, you will finally do the right thing. That's what it said. That's what the newspaper says. Okay, do it. Aim true, sister. I'll aim true. At you, sister. Oh, now what? You knew. Come again? That's what you were getting at. You knew it was him. You knew all along. This is not the time for getting into this. Do it. The bear told you. The bear told you and he told you not to tell Meek. Let me guess. He didn't want me knowing in case crazy sister goes off the deep end again. Calm, sister. Don't. I'm going to get that bastard. I'm going to make him rule the day. Rule the day. Rue the day he decided to leave me out in the cold. Do it! Shoot me! On your knees and grovel, you! Pull the trigger, sis! For once, we're going to do it my way. If you have a problem with that, take it up with your best pal, the bear. For Christ's sake, do it! Something wrong with your ears! Grovel! Pull the trigger! Not until I hear him grovel. Pull the trigger!
trigger for Jesse's sake. Do it and be done. I want him to grovel. I want him clawing and scratching at my feet for mercy. Don't make me have to take that gun off you and do it myself. Just stay right where you are, sister. Afraid I can't do that, sister. Don't make me do something we'll both regret. You've only got one bullet. You're not going to waste it on me. Back away, sister. I won't tell you again. Jesus, the bear was right. I should have done this one on my own. I wouldn't mention that name again if I were you. Do what your sister tells you. Who do you think you are telling me what to do? Barkeep. Do it. Do it. And that was Shirley Temple, Killer Queen, written by Alan McMonagall. The play starred Nairi Jürgen Harsian, Rebecca Grimes and David Pierce. Sound supervision was by Mark McGrath. Shirley Temple, Killer Queen, written by Alan McMonagall, was directed by Goretti Slaven. To listen back to this and other dramas, go to rte.ie forward slash drama on one.